Betsy Church, so happy for you that are here joining us and also for those of you watching online. Uh, we are going to continue to talk about our Honduras trip, which was May 2nd to May 11th. We have some slides to share with you, some video footage that we want to share with you. Um, we want to talk about it. Um, we want to encourage you to support the missions here with Spirit of Prophecy Church. Lou and Sunhi right here in the, in the middle, they're going to be going to Cambodia on June 19th is when they leave. They get back July the 18th. So you can also donate to help them go to Cambodia. We're going to be going back to Honduras. There'll be several of us that are going to go back um, on October, excuse me, probably yeah, the first part of October. I think we had too many lights turned off. Is that right? Is that what so, you So it, that's okay. We're, we have new lights hanging yeah. up, so it makes it a little different if we're trying to think, figure out how to do it exactly. And then we have um, uh, going in October to train the, the pastors there and some of the youth, and then we're going to plan on going back next spring to do another crusade and also witnessing door-to-door. So God has great things in store. We have doors opening up. Um, yes, what now? Arkansas. Arkansas. Yes, we are going to Arkansas. Rogers, Arkansas on June the 11th. For be Luce and E, myself and Sharonda, we're going to go and we're going to get to talk about the Kundalini spirit and get that thing kicked out and get some people trained and equipped on how to how to kick it out also. So we'll be doing that on June the 11th. You can find that information on the Spirit Prophecy Church, also White Horse Outreach. Uh, the information, we'll have that up probably today, or at least for by tomorrow. Uh, there'll be a, a sign-up if you'd like to come, if you live in that area. Rogers, Arkansas, I think it's northeast. Is that right? Northeast um, Arkansas? Close to Bentonville. Not sure where that's at either, but, you know. <laughs> by Walmart. Hey. <laughs> Everybody knows where Walmart is. Headquarters of the <laughs> Um, and then we then we'll be going to actually Sharon and I are planning on going to uh, Saudi Arabia, uh, hopefully Dubai. I don't know that Singapore will be in um, what God wants us to do just yet, but so we're planning on doing that and to minister. So doors are opening up, and we are excited about what God is doing and for missions here at Spirit of Prophecy Church. And you can donate to help us do that. Yeah, amen. Yeah. So, um, so what you can see right now is the picture. This was a we, before the crusade on Saturday night. We had children come uh, to get ministered to, mainly by Tony over here. Wave Tony down there so we can see who you are. And we, we, uh, they were coming to get ministered. We thought it was raining so hard that there probably won't be that many children. They won't come because I mean it was you know really really raining, and they have to come kind of far sometimes because they live up in the in the mountains uh it's rocky and it's dirt and it's just you know it's not easy to get down to of course it was hot yeah hot, hot and muggy uh we were the well, the rest of us were in the van we let tony go on in at first because we'll send him all into those troops because there were a lot of little children in there it's like and we were watching him and we we're like how long should we let him stay in there and kind of suffer along a little bit with all those kids because he was, he had planned on doing. He's, he's a, he makes the clowns into the animals or a sword. And but there were so many he could do that. <laughs> he wasn't going to be able to do that. So we thought we could, we need him to entertain all these children while we sit in the van and stay stay uh, dry. Well, finally, <laughs> Pastor Lou had that pastoral heart, so he got out of the van and said, "I'm going to go help him." So well, the rest of us followed, getting drenched, and it was, but it was fine. We were laughing, really. We were just kind of having fun with him. 
because um, he does have a, he's great with the children. And so we get in there and he's like, help, help, I need some help here. We're like, nope, you're on your own. You can do it, Tony. And so anyway, so we, you know, we didn't speak Spanish other than Linda and Tony down here. They can. And, uh, but anyway, the, the kids, they, they still, uh, they sang songs to us. We sang songs to them and did some actions by teaching them how to put on their full armor of God. And uh, there was, I don't know, four or five hundred children, you think, there at least? Okay, hold you. I mean, there was, there was a lot of children. So parents were bringing these kids down there. It was, it, we were in, there's a football field that we had for the crusade. And right next to this, this was at least covered somewhat. And it was a, a indoor soccer. Soccer, yeah, soccer field. In, in, indoor soccer field. And it was, uh, at least we weren't getting drenched, but, you know, the wind would kick up and it would come in through the fence but it was um still a wonderful time and i have this picture up because you can see how tall pastor lou is compared to everybody else we could always find him and if we if any of us got lost we just head towards that that big old tall guy there we could see him he could see us too probably watched over us uh here's just still some of the children they were so lovely they all wanted pictures uh, all wanted hugs. Um, I I picked a couple of them that I was ready to take home. And one little girl particularly, I'm sure you'll see her probably in several pictures. I'll point her out here in a minute if she comes up again. But uh, she, uh, I told her, I said, I want to adopt you. I want to take you home to America. And her reply was, well, let me ask my mom. So I'm like, Sharonda, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? She says, Jessica, we take we'll her home. Her we'll put, we would have just put her in your empty suitcase. Yeah, man. Can you turn her up? Uh, so anyway, it was it was it was it was fun. These children were beautiful. The families are beautiful. The fa- you know the, the the Honduras people are amazing. Uh, we fell in love with them. All seven of us fell in love with them. And matter of fact, the last night you'll see some crying because we didn't want to leave. They didn't want us to leave. And you know we have a new family now. It's not just you know some friends. I mean they really they really in our heart. They're their family. Uh, this was the band members for the crusade for Friday and Saturday night. Uh, the young lady on the end with the black shirt and pink skirt, her name's Julie. She was my interpreter for most of the time. And then also her husband, Luis. Uh, then also we have uh, uh, Hoas, uh, Hoas uh, which Hoas. was in the, there with the, I don't know if that's a pink or red shirt, but the one in the middle there. He, uh, he was the, the director or the leader of the band, and that was Pastor Salvador's son. For some of you that know who we've talked about, about Pastor Salvador. He, Pastor Salvador and actually many others <coughs> worked at least three months. Tony, is that right? Three yes, months. Yes, at least three months getting working this, hard. Getting yeah. this ready for us to come. Uh, then we have Eduardo and then Siloe, which is Pastor Salvador's daughter. I did it. I think I said it right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Andy, and then Karen, and then Ebenezer, uh, the one in the pink. So it, these, they, they were they were our praise and worship team, the band that, that played for Friday and Saturday. Uh, Saturday night, we didn't get started for quite a bit later because of all the rain. Uh, you'll still see... People came. They they just waited in the mud and the uh, the rain. It was actually the puddles. They were it was big puddles, like a lake, like a little lake out there. But they wanted to be ministered to. They were 
So we, we decided we are going to stay. We are going to do what we're going to do. God sent us here, and this rain's not going to keep us away from praying for everybody that came. Uh, their equipment got wet because it was raining so hard, but uh, we, the sh- you know, as they say, the show must go on, but this crusade, Amen. you know, the ministry must go on. This was during the Friday night crusade. Uh, they had dancers on the Friday night, and there was several thousand people in, in this field um, and also on the sides watching. And we stayed till the last person got prayed for, whoever wanted to get prayed for. So you can see them dancing, and here's the band singing. People are so hungry for the Lord, they want to be touched by God. dances for God they have my heart I know Sunnis the rest of us they were beautiful you could tell that they've done a lot of practicing getting prepared ready with the band uh, ready to come and serve by giving dance um, you know it really sets the atmosphere you know the word says he sent Miriam and the timbrel with dancers for the army so they got everything prepared for us to be able to come and speak and then to minister to them and pray for them Here's some more children. I mean, they did. They all just wanted to be hugged. We've got Brandon over here and Pastor Lou. They, they were so wonderful. I don't think I ever hugged so many people <laughs> in all my life till that time. I know. I know. I said, I'm going to have more wrinkles because all these smiles that are staying on our faces because it was, you know, such, such a touched your heart, man. And, you know, and we'd start seeing the same people come. Wherever we went, you know, we would minister in the evenings at churches and wherever. This was the football field where the crusade was. So you can see all the water. This is raining. This is before it started. Uh, there was lots and lots of rain, but the people still came. They stood in that. Um, you know, we they put us on the stage, which was somewhat covered. And but they, they these people, you know, it was kind of funny watching the children because they had a great time. Yes, stood in that, that the, the puddles. They are not just went in the rain or walked in the rain. They stood in the rain. They stood in the rain. Well, it, 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 started, it was misty. It didn't, we waited until it kind of slowed down, but the water was still there. Well, that be a lesson for America. Yes, amen. It's really so, wet. This was right before it started Saturday night. You can still see the people are still coming. They're, they're coming up there, and they stood the whole time, too, by the way. Yeah, um, no there was no chairs. So... In Dallas, we can't even get people to drive in their car on the freeways in the rain, much less walk and then stand and listen to someone talk about Jesus in the rain. Amen. But these people, they were hungry. They're desperate. They wanted to 
they wanted to hear, you know, the message of the Lord, and uh, they wanted to be touched. All of them wanted to be touched. I mean, it's the Lord that's touched, and we were just used as willing vessels. But um, this is why, you know, missions are so important because, you know, sometimes you, you might say, well, why go to Honduras, or why go to Pakistan, or why go to Dubai, or why go to Cambodia? This is why. This is why. These people, they want the Lord. They want what he has for them. I mean, yes, they're desperate, but they want to learn. They want the truth. And, you know, there's other missionaries, of course, that have gone in way before us. And uh, some, I believe, that have come in and brought kundalini to them. And so we've uh, we kicked out a lot of kundalini. And that's why we want to train the pastors so that they can recognize it. And say, look, when these others come in, you don't have to accept that. You, now you have your eyes open. You can see. Um, but they, they don't have TV. They don't have really entertainment. But they do want to know more about the Lord. And they know that's where their provision is going to come from. They know that's where their healing is going to come from. Their miracle is going to come from. And so this is why, you know, our hearts as the Fearless Seven up here, we were so desperate also to go and to to minister to them um you know you don't know when you go to another country what you're really going to experience at least the first time that you go actually probably doesn't matter if it's the first or the tenth time um what you might encounter but um we knew the lord was with us we were protected we felt like we did um what god wanted us to do we all came back saying you know we felt we felt fulfilled. We felt like he was pleased with with us. And that's why we even told him that night with it raining and puddles and a little lake out there, we will pray for every person. The last, whoever's the last one, you'll get prayed for. Um, we're here to serve, and uh, I think it was a test. Yep. And yes. um, I believe we passed. And, you know, we weren't doing it to pass a test because later on we're like you know i believe that was a test <laughs> uh, we did stake the ground we staked that uh, uh that that football arena the four corners and you know the rain was really symbolic too um it was a really a cleansing i believe the lord was doing also on that land because it has it rained apparently tony right they said it rained hold your microphone up to you oh sorry yeah, and, and since we were those two days of rain, which were the, uh, uh, how you call the conference, the, the crusade dates, it didn't rain for 20, 30 days. So, yeah. You know. So, but, you know, that's still symbolic, and, and I kind of felt like that that night, too. And, um, you know, unfortunately, some of the people had to turn back on the buses and go back up the mountain but uh, there were still many that, that came and stayed. This is not all that was there. This is a picture early on on that Saturday night. Uh, Linda, anybody else have anything to say before we move to the next one? Thank you. Um, can you hear me? We can. Okay. Um, one thing I noticed was the Spirit of the Lord was with us because as um, Pastor Leslie or Pastor Lou or something um, went down you know, greeting the, uh, praying for the people or ministering to the people. The people started, uh, the spirit, as the spirit went ahead, he touched the people yes. even before they got there. And I noticed that. Mm-hmm. And and um, also I could feel it in the in the morning uh, when we get together before taking off for the day. I could feel the spirit moving yes. among us. So 
He very, was very strong. Us. It was very, very, very strong. It was such a beautiful thing, beautiful yes. experience. It was. And so, yes, we want to go back. We'll go back. And, again, if you donate with, for these missions, and then you can be a partaker of what God does using us as, as the willing vessels. You partake in that blessing also. Uh, here's a picture uh, with the band members and also um, uh, pastor by me. His name's Rigoberto. 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 We call him Daga. I don't know why, but Dago. Dago? No, Dago. He answered to it, so I guess it's okay. Yeah. I was Lily. Uh, but um, but th this was just a pictures and they all wanted to have us pictures. Here's some of the war of the people on Saturday night um, for the crusade. And you can see on the, the little hilltop up there, I don't know if you can see very clearly, but there's people that are sitting up there um, watching. And there was a small area they had cover, and they were, as many as they could, were sitting underneath that. Yes, sir? One of the things that, <clears throat> watching the pictures and hearing what you're saying, is a long way from what the people, what happens when you really get there. So I'd like for you to tell them about how a large part of the ministry is you're not just taking Jesus, you're taking fistfuls of dollars and you're yes. helping. You're giving to them. Now, you know, and we tend not to do that. And so then people think, oh, that's nice you go. I mean, I don't know where you came up with the airfare. No, no, it's not just airfare. It's not just hotel or your own meeting, your own food. Tell them about some things that you do when you give money. Maybe don't tell them the amount, but I mean, I don't know, maybe you should tell them the amount. Well, well you know, here, here in America, when we minister, it's, it's rightfully to do, ask for a love offering at the minimum. Because as we pour into you, you pour into us. But with those dollars, yes, it pays the light bill. Yes, it pays the whole house bill. Yes, it pays, uh, you know, for electric water, et cetera. And then we have, um, you go on a missions, you go to these third world countries. This is not you asking for an offering in return. This is you pouring out. And we, uh, and you give. <clears throat> you don't only give of your time. You don't only give of uh, your resources. Uh, all those things that's that's part of it but but you can we're still giving yeah. yes. we are still giving to Honduras and we're still giving to the pastors that that help set all this up um, so it's out of your pocket I mean we I don't think anybody came back with still money in their pocket uh, what we had we were giving <laughs> giving it out and praying for Amen. God to give more uh, and provide again for the airfare etc and that's what uh, he will provide. I know he will, but you know this is this is why we ask also for your donations to help. Like specifically, again, Lou and Sunny are about to go to Cambodia. They still know they still need resources, and they're going to leave resources there. It's not like um, this is about a vacation. This was a, while. Yes, did we have fun with the Lord? Yes, did we laugh? Did we, you know, did we? We had one day that we went and and. Went to the lake the la after everything was done. We all celebrated. Went. It was one day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> but it, but every day was still such a blessing. And every day, uh, we were we we did the Lord's work. Yes, sir. If a person were to want to go with you, what would it cost them 
airfare, meals, hotels, and then about how much money would they probably wind up giving away? We're talking like 3,000, 5,000, 10,000? Probably 3,000. I can answer that. So the mission was uh, $1,300, not counting airfare and motel. Per person? Per person. Okay, so that's just to get there and back. Honduras is relative uh, inexpensive to go yes, to. But, so. but, but then how much did you give away? I would say uh, probably about 1000 a, a person. Okay, so you're talking around. So another 7000 so. Around, so around 2500 a person. So let me say it total. this way. We had, we had seven people here, and the time you tacked on all the other expenses, it would total up to $10,000. And then we also kicked in a, a few a few more thousand after so that. So what would you say is the total that this group gave? We probably, okay. I mean, tur- at least 1500 your, your, your hotel, everything, 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 everything. At least 1500 ahead, which is, uh, that's a cheap mission. Yes. What was the total? Just a, probably, it was under $15,000 for all of us. A plus the, the room and all that, that we, uh, the, the yeah, food and it. stuff that we pay. Yeah, plus we paid for put yeah, food. This is a this is another thing. That was thing. in the thirteen ten. This is a yeah, Lee was our numbers guy, so that's why he yeah. has this. I don't know. It's like the reason Lou, I ask is because I want them to know that yes, you need their prayers, but you also need, need the their pocketbook yeah. yes. because we, as America, we're supposed to be that shining city on the hill that is spreading the light of yes. the gospel around the world, and we are failing. We are not we only have to failing take the abroad, gospel we're failing people. here. Yes, and God's, we, are, we are not doing it. And God is opening the doors. You know, some of the, if the more and more countries are opening up for those of us that don't want to take the, you know what? So because none of us have, so we are we are we are waiting for God to continue to open doors so that we can go and do missions to the world. And He is. I mean, it's it's amazing now what what's what God is doing, how He's 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 blessing us that way. But we need you to help bless to be able to have it go towards towards the missions. And it, it, if you put in there for missions, uh, then then the missions that are coming up, then that's what it'll go for. Um, <clears throat> but you know, we still we still have to support the church. We still have to, to do that too. But there's right now also we are asking for funds to give 300 Bibles to the the high school students and staff. And we are making arrangements to get that done. Some have already donated some towards that that goal. And how much will that probably cost? Well, that's a good question. We've already given $700 of ours. We all kicked in about $100 each uh, for 100 Bibles. We have 200 more that we need. So we need minimum that we probably need about another. Well, we got to ship it too. So about fifteen hundred dollars to at least, at least. Yeah, at least to get into the hands. Because when we went to the high school, I showed some pictures last week, uh, going to minister to the high school. I mean, they opened the they the, the director they call him or the the principal. He he wants us to come in to his high school, and to preach the gospel, to lead people to the Lord, to lead the kids to the Lord. I mean, Tony. But all those children, the high schoolers and then elementary school, all of them accepted Jesus. All the hands went up. Some rededicated their lives. Somebody had accepted the Lord, but they all want the Lord. And he let us come in and do that. And so uh, he pulled, pulled Sharon and I saw he wanted us, and then the others came. But he said he wants, he needs more. He wants these kids to have more. 
And so we made a commitment as a team, we are going to get those 300 yep. Bibles into the staff and into the kids' hands. Yep, they asked for us to come and train and equip the high school kids. Yes. Amen. And they are, they are the future generation. Amen. Amen. And so we need to equip them. We need to put these, these items into their hands. Yes, sir. One thing about the money. <clears throat> okay, uh, there's a lot that we learned in, in here in this uh, um, trip that we did. Because there was a lot of people all the way in the mountains, not even roads, just dirt roads, pretty steep hills. So we needed to help them. So that about $3,000 yes, went right. just to get people to come to where we can minister to. So there's a lot of things, the food. You know, the food, those sacks so that is of extra food. than what we... Okay, what, what do you mean, three... three for transportation why was that an expense explain to them why was that an expense because we needed to bring those people down how did you bring them we gave our money we gave our money we and they money to, to pay for okay for they, they came down in buses, buses or yeah. well the buses some buses couldn't go right. there it was uh, those taxis uh, so, so one you sent money for people to come to the meeting yes. you sent money so to they, people get people come so to your meeting come, yes because they were far. They couldn't walk. It would be two days walking. I wouldn't be coming either. Believe <laughs> <me>. <laughs> if I live it up there. These people do not have vehicles. Uh, the president of the Pastors Association drove a motorcycle. He don't even own a car. Most people do not own vehicles. They walk. Yeah, and you cannot take a motorcycle up that rocky mountain. When it's raining. So, you can't take a no, not that high up. No. You can't. Not when you the walk. mountains like this. We had uh, trucks that took us as high as they could, and we still wondered, are they going to get us crawl very far? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. Um, would I do it again? Absolutely. Yes. Now yeah, I would do it again. I'll just pack a uh, lots of paper or lots of handkerchief to wipe my nose <laughs> wet. <laughs> Yeah, I, we did take three showers a day. You know, you get up in the morning, you take a shower, you come back after going up the mountain, you take a shower, and then you go minister that night, you come back and take a shower. So, yes. I, I, I have to say Do you want to join the Fearless I, Seven I, I, up here? I, I, no, I, I have to say, I have to say, guys, we have to support this. Bible's starting to get emotional. Bible says when we give to people, I assume you can see me, when we give to people, that cannot repay us, then God is obligated to repay us. What you're doing is not supporting seven people to go down to Honduras to have a good time. You're supporting seven people to take your money to buy Bibles, to take the gospel. What you're doing is paying these people to stand in your shoes to do what you should be doing, what I should be doing, okay? Okay, so I don't want to go. Not my thing. Maybe you can't go, but what you can do is put your money in their shoes. Are you taking an offering? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm taking an offering. You need it. Amen? We do need you it. need it because Jesus needs it to take it to them. Correct? Is that right? So how do I give an offering? Okay, well, if you're on YouTube or something like that, just scroll down. There will be a little blue line there. You click on that blue line, and you start with three digits. <laughs> you start with three digits, maybe four. Amen. Some of you, maybe five. Understand that when you give, God 
will repay. repay. There's not another time in the Bible he says, prove me. In other words, I dare you. If you will give, I will give to you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. I will give. So this is putting your money, taking and putting it in their shoes, and Jesus' feet's going to be in those shoes. And if you want to give another way, you can go to spiritofprophecychurch.com. You can go to Prophecy. Look, finding a way to give is not the problem. It's just giving. <laughs> it's deciding to give. So I encourage sure you to give comment. to this. This is a good work. Yeah, make this a comment a that it's for missions. Uh, then we can make sure that, that 100% of what you donate for that will go to the missions. And we have a lot of missions coming up, so we can divide that out so it goes towards every one of the missions um, that we'll be doing. Someone asked me just, uh, actually just last night, being on Omega Man, um, you know, about the living there in Honduras. It's, you know, it's definitely very poor. Um, there's a, well, they have just dirt a lot of times just in their home, but some cement floors, but kept swept clean. Uh, they have a fireplace, um, sometimes kind of inside the house. Yeah, for um, cooking, there's probably outhouse for the bathroom. And so, yeah, very, very, very poor conditions. Uh, Sharon and I went to Pakistan last September, and Honduras actually um, would be better off than the people in Pakistan, to kind of give you an idea. So, yeah, there's it's definitely very, very poor. But you know what? Um, they all, we, every house that we went to, we, we split up in two to three groups, the seven of us. Uh, so we had, when we would go, we would go to, to minister to the homes. And you know what they, they said? If anybody, there's a couple of them that said, if someone's coming to talk about God, my doors are always open. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful country, very hot, but it was beautiful people. And but they they had their arms open for us. In there's there's salvations, there are miracles, there was uh, healings that took place. So it was it was a it was awesome to see. Let me add something. So I had uh, at least a couple people tell us when we went to their house up the hills. They go like, my pastor never came, but you guys came. This wow. is the first time anybody ever came to my house wow. and talked to me. So yeah. I thought that was encouraging yeah. for us. Right. I mean, it's not easy to get to, but praise the Lord, he, he sent us. Yeah, and uh, not only that, uh, the, the, it seems like we went up. I mean, we're, I was thinking, I go, oh, my gosh. You know, I mean, I never hike or anything like that. But anyway, so we went up there. But it's the way the Lord moved. I mean, we've seen some miracles and demons manifesting, all that stuff. But it's, I mean, they couldn't hardly walk but yes. before we pray. And then right after that, I mean, they're jumping up and down, yes. and, and it's all gone. And I'm going, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, because we know the power is not us. Yeah, it's right. the Lord. It's, uh, we're just a vessel. Yeah. You know, so I just want to say, the, uh, it's kind of reminded me, Apostle Paul say he mentioned several people's name in, in the gospel uh, of, of the book of his, his uh, writing. And he mentioned those people's name. And he said, you are a partaker of my journey, my work. Right. You know, so it's, it's not, I'm not trying to collect money here, but I'm just mentioning this because it's coming up in me. It's the, we, the whoever is, does this thing with us or with other ministers and, and, you know, especially in third world country. 
because it takes time and money and effort and heart That's and right. zeal. That's right. And Lord will go with us because if he doesn't go with us, it's everything yeah, it's in vain. Yeah, that's right. So when you, everybody, participate in helping us, you're not helping us. You, you, you are joining as partaker. And today, when you do it, it's written in the book in the heaven for your participation and this journey and this work the Lord has for us. And you are chosen to yeah. do that. So I just want to bring that out. You know, if, if Americans would even like fast and pray and even use that money that they had for lunch, dinner, several days worth, and even donated that amount, that goes a long ways to these other countries. Yes, sir, Stan, you want to get in the middle so they can see you? You know, this is, this is their show. But brothers and sisters, this is our show. This is our show. This is our opportunity to give to Jesus. So here's what, I don't, it just came out. So I mentioned put your money in their shoes. So I'm going to ask each one of you to take your right shoe off. Take your right shoe off. Now let's put it right up here. And we're going to ask you to, if you're, you're online right now, then go down there and put I the money in your shoe. If you're shoe. in here, if you're in here, where's my billfold? I'm going to ask you to put your money in their shoes. This is a big shoe. It holds more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Amen. put our money where our, our shoes are. I, I can't reach that over there. It's ah. the last one. Sorry, you're going to have to divide it up. <laughs> this is what we're doing. We're putting our money in their shoes Jesus' feet's in that shoe, and we are asking them to take our money down there to Honduras to bless those people. Amen. So, yeah, we're taking an offering here, but we're taking an offering to everybody that's going to watch this. Put Amen. our money in their shoe. And I've done this before. This just came out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. God bless all of you. You know, uh, Lord sees your heart, see what you're doing, and... He knows our hearts and knows how much we love the people. Thank you. It's all the money I have. All well, I, have I know where you live, I guess so I should, I'll, I'll grab some I, more I could start later. putting some credit <laughs> cards in there, couldn't I? I, I believe that the, the, what that I talked about was from the Lord. I, do too. I really yes. do. Uh, so um, you are participating with the God's journey for all of us and your name has already been written in there and I'm anointing every one of their shoes Amen. in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost I dare not put it on the top or I might not have an arm but I'll put it down inside there if I dare damage those shoes I know I'll be in trouble you'll just buy me another pair and yeah. send me another pair That's but now <laughs> Amen to that. this olive oil so it'll probably help that guy's shoe. <laughs> so, here we go. Now, what, what we're asking you to do out there, whether you're watching now or whether you're watching a, a, a video of this, we're asking you to put your money, not where your mouth is, put your money where their feet are. Amen. They're anointed shoes for them to take your gospel, your gospel, that you're supposed to be spreading. I, there's been times I didn't spread it either. I should have said something, I didn't say it. Only this is our chance to make up. This is our chance to catch up. Mm -hmm. 
sending it in a good place. So give. We, we have a lot of countries. God is opening the door to send us. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Sorry to um, interrupt. No, please. That's, that's awesome. You're, you're the head. That's, that's fine. It's the way it's supposed to be. Amen. It's the way it's supposed to be. Um, I'll, we'll pray for this in just a minute. We want to um, show you some more pictures here. This is the crusade Saturday night. Um, and, uh, again, it was raining. It was misting. Then we had a pastor's meeting on Saturday during the day. Uh, there was probably 100 pastors or so that came. Uh, we ministered to them, we spoke to them, talked about the fivefold, talked about what it's not really, because it's all denominations, right? So it's not about the title of apostle or prophet or teacher, evangelist, anything like that. It's what their calling is, is how we described it to them. We anointed each one of them with oil, prayed for each one of them. This is walking into that church. Uh, we, uh, every one of them had a little uh, bottle of oil on their head that came up for prayer matter of fact they liked the smell so much they were putting it on like it was perfume it was pretty cute I, that really touched my heart um uh, so you know this one man was really dousing and on him i'm thinking you ought to be taking some of that back home to your wife she smelled really good <laughs> um, but they came up for prayer we uh lou talked to them some about um about deliverance right that night too yeah that day too yeah yeah. And everybody at the end, do you have more oil? Do you have more yeah. oil? So we ended up leaving whatever we had oil, whatever, anointing oil-wise. Yeah, whatever oil them. we had, whatever steaks for the ground we had, mm -hmm. we, we left. Whatever communion stuff we had, we left. We we didn't take it back home. Whatever money we had, we left. Literally we left. at the last day we were sitting down and we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. And everyone said, We'll have to send it later when we get back home. Yeah, we ran out of money. Any cash we longer. ran out, and <laughs> when we came home, we sent more. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, now, now, I already know the answer. If it hasn't already come back, I mean, when you put sowed your personal money in here, if you haven't already, you will see that money begin to return to you many times. You will see, uh, you've already saw, probably seen it we've start already, happening. We've right? already seen okay. that, but to me, more importantly, even money being returned, doors opened. Yes. Yes. Amen. Right. That's what we saw God do. Yes, that's what we uh, wanted. The doors that's to be what open. we wanted. Yes. Uh, did you have something? Well, at the beginning we didn't know, but really spiritually, the because the uh, faith without works is dead. So as we uh, walk through this, and it's a brand new experience for me. It's different from when I went to Africa, because uh, that time I was cutting hair but I wasn't actually ministering. Mm -hmm. So this is a different, but this is what I see. You know, as we say yes to the Lord, and he will open up more door, Amen. more fund, more people, and more anointing. Yes. As we say to yes. Amen. I mean, he definitely prepared you the way of the Lord for us. I mean, we just opened our mouth, and I mean, it was like, um, we gotta have some catchers here right now. It's like Sharonda. And I know the others are doing it too, but it's like, if I open my mouth, if I raise my hand, we're going to have people going down, uh, that, or they were going to be manifesting. So, so it was amazing what God did. This was, uh, yes. Just, just wanted to say that <clears throat> there's doors opening too in other places in Central America. Lord mm -hmm. willing, we're going to be going scouting a little right. bit, you know, what, what a bound line 
all those places. So, Amen. Amen. Yes, so <laughs> we're going to send Tony out like Joshua sent yes. the spy out. We're going to send <laughs> him out. <laughs> Scout the land. Yeah. So this was uh, Santa Barbara. It's a little bit bigger city than Ilama. I guess you could call it a city, a little town. Uh, this is where we would have lunch. This is like a little shop on the side of the road. This was the hospital, picture of the hospital. Um, you can see, you know, poor conditions. Part of it in the part of it. Yes. 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 Uh, just some of the, you know, the little town. Just so you can see, there was an ambulance. Can you see, you know, just the poor conditions? Then we got to go to the fun part. Uh, we went on Monday, May 9th. What day was that, Sharonda? My birthday. <laughs> We went to to this beautiful lake, um, about an hour and a half drive, right? Yeah, Ilago. Ilago to to share about Sharonda's 34th birthday. We were happy she had a birthday that day, so we could have a free day. <laughs> it was great. So, like, that's Lago de Yehoa? I did that pretty good. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm getting there. Uh, this was um, yeah, just it's beautiful there. Uh, that was a fish that Suni had with the eyeballs. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. No, she didn't eat the I was just acting on that one. <laughs> um, and then uh, our driver was so sweet. He got Sharonda a birthday cake. And so we could celebrate. This is a part of this ranch-like area where this lake was. And they have, I mean, it would be a fun place to take a bunch of Children or your, your grandchildren or whatever to go and play there. We were just having a good time. So what is this in the background? Is that a chicken coop? It, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what one of the, like, you know, like just playing around, getting a little taxi or Jeep. You can see Sharonda and Siloe. Um, and then, of course, Sharonda had to be Titanic on this boat ride we took. <laughs> <laughs> Should have had you start singing the song. I know. Yeah. Uh, but the, you could see how smooth this lake was. It was beautiful. It was uh, so like glass, just like crystal clear. Just you know, just no waves at all. To see how we just loved on each other, had fun, and it was you know after working hard, it was a nice blessing and treat. Pardon. That was uh, that was Silhoué. That was uh, Pastor Salvador's daughter. She really loved me. Matter of fact, she kept taking my fingers and looking at my nails. <laughs> so I blessed her to go get her nails and toes done before I left, and gave her some money to go do it. Uh, and then, of course, we. So Sharonda, <laughs> since it was her birthday, is going to go ride the bull. You can see we're so happy. I mean, it was just, it was a nice getaway, but really we were just fulfilled with the Lord. It was just, it was a happy day. They called it Smoky Mountains because um, of the clouds there. Those mountains in the back, that's, believe it or not, there's dirt cow trails that go up to the houses, and that's those hills. That's where we went up. Not those hills, but yeah. yeah. But like, look like that. The whole place is like this. And we we drive up and then a turn and you so you go up the mountain sideways and then you yeah. go down the mountain sideways. So, but you, you can't see roads there, but they're there and people live all over those places. 
This is the biggest turtle in the world. <laughs> we were all excited we're going to see the biggest turtle in the world, and then this is what they showed us. <laughs> yeah, they had a sense of humor there, too. This is just some of the pictures from the boat. There's Lee and Sunny. I, I love. I love. I don't the, know. I love the pictures just because of, um, you know, like I said, it was so clear, crystal clear and smooth that you could just see the reflection. Just having a good time on a boat, a little boat ride, a little boat ride. Uh, the the girl, the black and white striped dress, white tennis shoes. That's uh, Julie, my interpreter. Uh, we had met with the mayor, and she's a nurse, but she can't work as a nurse because you have to, it has to, it's political. So we have her in contact with the mayor now of Ilama, and from what I've heard, they're working on to get her to be able to be a nurse. And there's your rooster. This was our driver, um, Ernesto, and he protected us, took care of us. This was at a, the coffee place at this at this lake ranch place we were at. Tony, we were kind of goofy that day. It was great, and some people that came from where Tony that they would like to have us go in. Hold your microphone. Hold your, another town. <laughs> Marcala, Marcala, Marcala. Okay. That's it. From Marcala. That, that's one of the places we're going to go also in yeah. the world. They would love for us to come. Yes. Uh, Pastor Salvador's wife, Mercy, and the Sulawe, and Hoas. They all wanted pictures all the time. It was great. There was multiple phones at uh, all times snatching, snapping yes. pictures. Yes. We are probably on Facebook all over the place. This is a, the hotel's restaurant. In fact, that's the lady in the middle. She was our morning waitress. She was such a sweetheart. And she wanted to have a picture with all of us. We blessed her also by the way, just some of the guys there at the lake and all those girls that were there. And this is at the pizza place. And so Brandon had... This, sorry, this was not the pizza place. This is the place we went and had the... Chicken? No, the meat. Yeah, the meat. Oh. And those those children, we don't know where they came from, but Brandon was playing on his phone and they were just... <laughs> <laughs> all enjoying and crawled in his lap and everything. This is a pizza place. We uh, we like this place to eat. In fact, there's not a whole lot of choices. So uh, the the waitresses, they, we went in there so many times, like as soon as we walk in, they turn on the a AC for us, and we didn't even have to ask them. They say, here comes the team again. Um, and There's my mango. And there's a mango. They just, you know, sell them right off the side of the road. So we just roll down the window and give them money. And that was awesome. The, the, this, we had got all of us, well, not all of us, but several of us got hammocks um, just because that's just their little stores on the side of the road. This is Ernesto, our driver. We blessed him with some money for blessing us. And, um, and, and he, he, he lives. You see, in, what's in his left hand, right? 
he That's lived in San Pedro Sula, so he took the whole time away from his family just to, to drive and, and take us everywhere. We have gotten messages back that he was not expecting that, and he, you know, above what we had paid him to be driving us around, this was extra. And he says he could pay for his son's school now. He, could, he went home with a bunch of groceries for his wife. They were so happy. I mean, you don't know because they don't, they don't say what their need is, but this was exactly what he needed, the amount that we gave him. Uh, one thing, the pastors also, uh, they just, just a few days ago, when we blessed them with the, with the money that we still mm-hmm. going to send, you know, they, they asked, God bless them, they asked, hey, is this for the congregation or are you blessing us, uh, you know? No, they, they didn't even touch the money too. They know it was for them know, personally. So we told them, no, mm-hmm. you could, you know, and they, and they, they send us a video. You said, yes. you know, saying thank you so much. You blessing our whole family with this, you know. So God bless. Them. Amen. Well, let's pray, uh, Pastor Stan. Would you come and pray um, over this offering that you took for us, and that it would multiply thousandfold return, so we can. It's falling out. See, that's a prophecy. It's going to be falling out. It's going to be running over, right? Can uh, Tony, can you help get those shoes over there to him? Lord, first of all, (sighs) try not to get emotional. It's all right. It is an emotional thing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I get an emotional, I can't talk too good. So, Lord, first of all, Forgive us personally. Forgive us as a group. Forgive America as a nation because we have fallen on our face when it comes to taking your gospel to our neighbors, to our cities, our nation, and to the world. We have, we have absolutely failed you. And we repent of that. And Lord, we say right now that if you will multiply to us, we will give. We promise we will give. We will give of our time. We will give <clears throat> of our money, our efforts. And we will band together in this effort to take your gospel to the world. And if you'll give us the funds, we will use it to build your kingdom. And Lord, right now, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would multiply this a thousand times fold over, like Deuteronomy 111, multiplied a thousand times back to these people. Everyone that gives, that they would find themselves saying, it is true. I can't outgive you. Every time I give, you bring it back many, many times. Not just in this life, but also in eternity. And when we're in eternity, we will see some of these people that came to the Lord because We put money in these people's shoes. Come up to us and say, thank you. Because of you, I'm here. Because of your giving, I'm here today. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And we receive it. We all receive it. And thank you. Thank you for your giving. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. you. Join us. Join us. Come and join us. What's that bad smell in the room? Uh, God bless each one of you that have uh, watched our trip to Honduras these last two Sundays. And I pray that you'll get the word out so others will will watch and also give. Um, Thank you. And we'll see the rest of you back for our main service in about 15 minutes. God bless. 
Welcome to Spirit of Prophecy Church. Happy that you're joining us today. Uh, you know, God is so good, and I, I hope that if you have, if you live in the area, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, that you'll come and join us some Sunday and stick around at least five Sundays. It might be the church for you. Uh, we are at 2540 Avenue K here in Plano, Texas. That's in between uh, Allen and, well, actually, it's between Allen and Richardson, right? So, <laughs> anyway, so it's, it's great. It's right behind the Whataburger in a little strip mall. So, if you like Whataburger, you can come and go to Whataburger right after church. They enjoy it. We, we enjoy it sometimes, but we've, lived, we've been here long enough that we kind of find other places to go. But you might like to come. Anyway, it's a beautiful summer day, close to being summer, I should say. It's still spring. But come and see us at Spirit of Prophecy Church and be a part of us. You know, Lord, we just ask for more people that are like-minded to come and be a part of this church, physically be able to come. We, we thank you for watching online, but we also know it's, it's so much better when you can come in person. Amen? It's really a lot more that you can do if you can come in person. So there's a couple announcements since we're about to start over in June now. Can you believe May is almost done? It's hard to believe. But on June the 19th, Sunday, June the 19th, that's Father's Day. So remember the fathers, also the spiritual dads that have spoken in your life over the years. Remember them also that day. Uh, the summer the Bible study is canceled. We'll let you know when it starts back up again. And also for our church service, it really starts at 930. So we encourage you to come uh, watch online, but also be here before 930 to be part of this church service because that's when it really starts. Uh, intercessory prayer is this coming Thursday uh, here at the church from 7 to about 8.30 p.m. with Melissa and some of the others that come. And that's this Thursday, June the 2nd, from 7 to 8.30 here at this church. And then we have uh, Pastor Lou and Soon He. They're going to be going to Cambodia. They leave on June the 19th, and they don't return till July the 18th. So uh, come on up here, Barb. Let's talk about that for a moment. Sunny, will you take these? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so we are going to fast and pray for our Cambodia team. Yes, Pastors Lou and Prophet Sunhi, woo, <laughs> going to Cambodia. That's awesome. So um, we're going to be passing this around. So please sign up. Uh, a day or multiple days to fast and pray. And if you look through, please make sure um, you're not kind of loading up on one day. Make sure there's every day covered. Um, but we appreciate that. Pray for traveling mercies. It's a very, very long trip um, for mission success, health, all of that. Uh, blessings of the Lord and the Spirit to flow through. So we ask for your participation in that. And we appreciate it. Yes. And I'm sure you really appreciate when they print their name. Oh, yes. Print your name. Thank you for the reminder. Please both. I'm the person that has to be texting you <laughs> or reminding you. So please, if you could clearly print your name, your email and your phone number. And that way I can, you know, either uh, remind you gently from text or from email. So I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. So make sure we get every day covered while they're gone. Mm -hmm. Um, if there's several lines, that you, if we have several people on the same day, that's fine. But we do want to cover every day, yeah. and we'll be handing this around for the next several next several Sundays. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to fast and pray for them, 
uh, and you're online watching, you can send an email to contact at Spirit of Prophecy Church. Let us know what day between July the 18th and, excuse me, June the 18th. Excuse me. Start again. June 19th. June 19th to July 18th. Why don't we just do June 19th to July 19th? How about that? Uh, anyway, so just make sure that you let us know that you're going to be fasting and praying. Give us your name, email address, and phone number so that yeah. Barb here can remind you. Yeah, and just a suggestion, because it's almost a month long, you could pick the same day each week. This is true. Amen. You know, just to make it easy. Okay, awesome. Okay. Thank you. All right, so one more announcement. Uh, Stan doesn't even know about this, so surprise, Stan. But <laughs> on uh, Sunday, July the 3rd, uh, we're going to have uh, time to come over to our house afterwards, fellowship together, swim, have some hot dogs, and just a fun time. And that will be at the Johnson's house on July the 3rd. I'll be there. Don't know about him, but it, we, will, we all will have fun. He might be sleeping, but the rest of us will have a great time, and that will be on Sunday to July 3rd. All right, let's stand. We'll pray for our service this morning. Let's just raise our hands and bow our heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can come here today to praise you, to worship you, to honor you. You know, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, you're welcome in this place. And Lord, for those that are here and those that are watching online, for whatever reason that they maybe could not have come here physically to this church, but they long to, I ask that you give them provision I ask that you give them the way to find the ride to get here to the Spirit of Prophecy Church every Sunday. And Lord, also for those that may be sick amongst us, whether they're here today or watching online, in the name of Jesus, that spirit of infirmity, we command it to go. We command it to get out of their bodies right now in Jesus' name. We speak to it, say, get out and don't come back. And don't follow suit with anybody else in their household in the name of Jesus. We cover them in the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, for your touch. I thank you for your healing because you are the great physician. You're the one that heals. And so, Lord, if they need provision, we ask that you supernaturally provide for them. Lord, whatever the need is, they're tuning in because they have a need of you. I ask that you give us ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today for the message. And, Lord, I ask that you touch each person here today also, that they'll receive the message you have for them, that they'll feel your presence today as we sing and worship to you and praise your holy name. Lord, we love you so much, and we want you to be a part of us today. Holy Spirit, comfort those that have need of comfort. And speaking for the Holy Spirit to comfort, we ask that you send the comforter, the Holy Spirit, to all those families and all the loved ones and all the friends to Yavalde in the surrounding area in the name of Jesus. Lord, the enemy had plans and attacks. And while many may say he, he, he did do what he came to do, Lord, I ask right now that it will turn around for your glory, turn around for your good, bless them, encourage them. Holy Spirit, comfort them during this time. And when our hearts go out to all of them, and we thank you, Lord, for, for what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do, and how you'll show your presence there in that place, how you'll show your presence there in that town, that small community. We give you praise and honor and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord praise in here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Well, um, it's time for offering. I'll turn it over to Brandon for a moment. <laughs> good morning, good morning, everybody. How we doing? <clears throat> it's good to see everybody this morning. Um, before we pray over the offering, I just want to share this with you. Um, as we give, you know, I, I've caught myself several times just being straight up honest, not just with myself, but, you know, of course the Lord knows our heart. But I catch myself sometimes saying, Lord, I want to invest in you. You're my retirement. You're my all. You're my everything. So as you give this morning, just I ask the Holy Spirit just to reveal to you the the importance, the profound importance of doing these prophetic acts, giving of this, because we don't, sometimes it's easy for us in the natural to go, this is mine, this is for here, this is for now, but we live here for the eternity. We don't, we don't live here for the now. So the, the investment truly in my heart is for the eternity. And our God is so gracious and so loving that not only will he bless us in the eternity, he'll bless us now for the obedience. So as you give this morning, come forward. Just, I just ask the Holy Spirit just to reveal these things to you. I'm so glad you reached down and got that for me. (laughs) Lord, today we lift up this offering to you. We lift it up and Lord, we are that city, that shining city that is supposed to be on the hill, shining your gospel around the world. And, Lord, our nation has fallen down. But, Lord, this morning we ask you to forgive us. We ask you to receive these offerings and bless them back to us so that we can give them more because our heart is not after just paying our bills, living the life, raising our children, and the things of this world and the cares that do so easily beset. But our heart is upon your kingdom, building your kingdom. And Lord, help us to do that. Show us how we should do that. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we we thank you so much for your love and your grace and your mercy. It's, It's just amazing how when we take one step forward, you're always right there behind us to continue to put one foot right in front of the other. And as we prophetically this morning, we we give literally to your kingdom so that your words can be fulfilled. Father, I just ask that as you see the hearts of everyone here, your word declares that you will bless them, pressed down, shaken, and running over. So I call that forth upon them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Am
Amen. We thank you. I'll also put the offering basket for missions up here, too, during praise and worship, if uh, you want to add for that. Oops. All right. All right. It's time for praise and worship. All right. Let's stand. It's just you and me today, huh? We'll get it, huh? All right, let me, let me just pray real quick, if you don't mind. Father, we boldly come before your throne room of grace and mercy, full of praise and adoration for who you are. You are the God of all. You are the God of love. May our praise and worship, the words that come out of our mouth today, be pleasing unto you. May it be a sweet, sweet fragrance unto your throne. And we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. All right, everybody, let's do some clapping. Time to praise the Lord. Come on this morning. Here we go. Oh, Lord, my God, in you I put my trust. Oh, Lord, my God, in you I put my hope. Oh, Lord, my God, in you I put my trust. Oh, Lord, my God, in you I put my hope. In you, in you I find my peace. Hallelujah. In you, in you I find my strength. In you, I live and move and breathe. Let everything I say and do be founded by my faith in you. Lift up holy hands and sing. Let your praises ring. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, we love you. Oh, Lord, my God, to you I give my hands. Come on, let's give him our hands. Oh, Lord, my God, to you I give my hands. Oh Lord my God, to you I give my everything. Oh Lord my God, to you I give my life. In you, in you I find my peace. In you. In you I find my strength. We thank you, Lord. In you I live and move and breathe. Let everything I say and do be found by my faith in you. Lift up holy hands and sing. Let your praises ring. Hallelujah, Lord. Let's move those feet and dance before the Lord today.
Let your praises ring. Let your praises ring. Let your praises ring. Let your praises ring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Who am I? The highest king would welcome me. I was lost, but he brought me in. Oh, his love for me. Oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free. Oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Free at last, he ransomed me. His grace runs While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, he died for me. Who the Son sets free. Hope is free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Declare it today. Not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am who you say I am. Who the sun sets free. Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Declare it today. In my Father's house. There's a place, a place for me, for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my father's house, there's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. 
Come on, begin to tell him who you are in him. Who are you? You're chosen. You're called. Who are you in him? You're a child of his. You're free. Hallelujah. He'll not leave you. Hallelujah. He'll not forsake you. Hallelujah. He loves you. Hallelujah. He loves you right here, right now, right how you are. You're forgiven. Hallelujah. Who are you Love in Christ? You. You. Praise you, Jesus. Begin to just say it. Love speak you. it. Believe it, who you are. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. You are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. 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 Oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. In my Father's house. There's a place for me. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. Hallelujah. Now, let me just give you some encouragement. You'll never be separated from the love of God. You're strengthened. You're bold and you're confident. He's faithful to you. You have the mind of Christ. You have hope. You're perfected. You're chosen. You're royal. All your needs will be met. You're free from fear. You live by faith. You have victory. You have wisdom. You are free. You're comforted. He's the God of comfort. You have protection. You're loved no matter what. You're an heir of Christ. Hallelujah. And best of all, you're totally forgiven. Amen. Let him know just who you are. I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Come on, let's this get some praise shields. Let's start battles. marching around here. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. How do you fight it? This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. 
It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah! This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah! This is how I fight my battles. 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 It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded. Yes, Lord, we just tear down those strongholds right now. Your people are desiring to be free. You're surrounding us, Lord. The enemy, there's confusion in the enemy's path. You lose, devil. You lose, evil spirits. This is how I fight my battles. We win. Hallelujah. We have faith in you, Lord. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. Come on, lift it up. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. But I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, I'm surrounded by you. How we fight it, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Lord, if we lift up our praises to you and our praise shields to you, we know that you're with us. And Lord, that we know that we win. Hallelujah. It was my cross you bore So I could live In the freedom you died for And now my life is yours And I will sing Of your goodness forevermore Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Yeah, the altar's open anytime Worthy you want to come. Worthy is your name, Jesus. Just lay down that heavy you weight. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name.
now my shame is gone I stand amazed in your love undeniable Your grace goes on and on and I will sing of your goodness forevermore worthy is your name Worthy is your name, worthy is your name. 
prosperous life they shall have and they'll declare the works of the Lord hallelujah prepare you the way of the Lord to go in their life in Jesus name amen you know when you speak it to someone you're declaring it you're, th- you're bringing it into a thing that will come into existence that's why it's important to let someone know hallelujah you may be seated Yes, give the Lord praise. It's because of Him. Amen. Hi. Hello. Hola. Buenos dias. ¿Cómo está? Anya Semnica. Anya Semnica. Come up, Smita. Come up, Smita. 
Chariot? Yet and beef. Si, senor. I know a couple other chi- uh, Korean words, too. I don't know if said Ned does it. Maybe you're supposed to go to South Korea. Did you know Todd she I would suggest you take Sun Hee with you if you go, though. I'm sorry, dear, five, two, six, six, seven, nine, ten, same. That was really bad. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that we can laugh. We can have fun with you in the name of Jesus. We have smiles on our face. You know, being a Christian is not just like keeping your head down and not happy, not smiling, not enjoying life. You know, we're supposed to do that in him. And we're not supposed to be of the world, but you know what? We live in the world, but we're not supposed to be it. But you know what? He gives us freedom. And so thank you, Lord. Thank you. To dance to him, praise his name, sing and shout. Declare who he is. Hallelujah. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that you anoint this man of God to bring the message that you have for us today. Lord, I ask that the Holy Spirit just move in this place. We just, we just call you forth, Lord, the Holy Spirit. Just come and just be a part of us. We want to feel your presence. We want you to speak to us, not man. And I know that's Pastor Stan's heart, too. He wants you to speak to your people, the message you have. And, Lord, let us remember the message and share it with others as we go out about the day and the week to come. And, Lord, we do give you praise and honor and glory, and we thank you for the anointing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. When you split the skies, when the heaven rolls back like a scroll, when they see the morning star come down and cleanse the earth of all sin and all evil, when they themselves are found standing. And Luke twenty-one thirty-six comes to pass, watch ye therefore, and pray always that you might be accounted worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man. And when we find ourselves standing, having sin removed from the earth, and having your light become the light of the earth for all eternity, and when we step into eternity and out of time and we can look back and we can see everything done in secret, a shadow from the rooftops, everything hidden is made open and manifest. When we see what you have done, Lord Jesus, we will fall at our face, fall at your feet, cast our crowns at your feet, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Would we see what you have done? We will say, Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing in every creature in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, we'll all say, Amen. And the congregation says, Amen. And Lord, I ask that you would speak to us this morning. Speak to us about this new season. And let us not get fear in our heart, but help us to get prepared for those things that we might serve you to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So that's what I'm entitling this this morning is a new season. So 
for about the past week to 10 days, the Lord had been speaking to my heart. It just been bringing a weariness to my heart about doing the Bible study. And I kept throwing it out. You know, I love the Bible study. I've mean, been doing Bible studies since 1987, Leslie and I. And as I was driving up Friday night to the Bible study in here, I didn't hear an audible voice, didn't have a dream or vision, angel visit, but in here, the same way it speaks to me to do the program every day for Prophecy Club. began to speak to me saying this is your last Bible study and of course I'm saying yeah yeah I know we're taking off for the summer no this is your last Bible study that you will do in your life no no I know this is the last one for the summer we talk take off for the summer no that's not what I'm saying this is the last Bible study for your life <laughs> yeah no I I wouldn't believe in that. I wouldn't accept in that. So, met three other people over at Waterburger next door, and I told them, I said, "Look, I'm, I'm not even like even going to let this come out of my mouth. I'm just, but this is what he keeps saying to me: this last Bible study in my life." And I told them, and there's people in the room that can verify. I said, "What I sense is it's not a bad thing." What I'm sensing is that there is a new season coming in. Right? That's what I said. There's a new season coming in. I didn't understand just how serious that was. And I told him, I said, I know that there will come a time when Leslie and I will get very, very busy with doing oil in Israel, drilling for oil in Israel, presenting oil in Israel, where the, Israel, the oil is going to build up Israel's military for World War III, where they'll be victorious. And So that's Friday night. After the Bible study, there was this melancholy spirit that kept coming over me like, I love the Bible study. I don't want to drop it, but it was like it wouldn't go away. Hope you enjoyed that but that's your last Bible study. So we get home Sunday after church, about 2.15, the phone rings, and no, Leslie, I'm not going to tell them because she's about to freak out that I'm about to tell you something I'm not supposed to tell you. No, I'm not going to tell them. Um... Phone rang. This guy says, I'm calling from Europe, and I'm only going to call one time. And he began asking questions. Who are you? Is this Stan Johnson? Is this your email? Is your passport not up to date? And I said, yes, it is. As a matter of fact, I can send you a copy of it right now. Email it right now. I've already scanned it in. I've got an updated passport. Been asking questions. And I can't say what the rest of the conversation was. But I can say that it has to do with a new season coming in. I'm going to tie this together in a second. So that Sunday, I immediately hung up and called a person, 
in a position to know, a person in a high position, it is, he, he, is, he, he, he will soon be without doubt one of the most respected, one of the wealthiest persons on the planet. And I said, I just got a call. I said, is this a scam? He said, no, it's not a scam. This is real? He said, yes, it's real. <sighs> okay, well, that says new season. So, Monday I called another person in a high position to know, and I said, I got a phone call. Calling from Europe, I'm going to call one time. And I told him about the conversation. And he said, I'm going into a meeting. Excuse me. I get emotional. You better mute. I'm going into a meeting, and he said they will want to hear what you just said. So I called him back the next day, and he said, yes, they were very interested to hear what you said. What I'm trying to say is this is not something low level. This is not something foolish. This is something that's very important. And no, Leslie, I'm not going to tell him. Leslie's about to freak out over here saying you're not going to say it. And I'm not going to say anything. Um, I'll tie it together to the degree that I can tie it together in a second. I'm saying that we're coming into a new season. That's my point. So I talked to him and I said, well, tell me about the new season. And he told me about the new season, which I can't talk about. <laughs> but he says, we're coming into a new season. And... Then, yesterday afternoon, I got an email from, I mean, I get emails from all over, literally all over the world, if there's anything happening to do with Bible prophecy or the end of the world, a new world order, anything like that, I hear about it within seconds, not minutes, seconds. I got an email and said, you know, need to go listen to this guy right here. Now, since he is a new ager, and I disagree with him, on his God, and he's lost his goose, but in the past he has. Uh, see, a lot of times the, the sinners, you know, they have their channels too, okay? And he's a part of that center channel. And he, and I, I'm going to tell you what he said, because he's not important. He's got the wrong God, in my opinion. Uh, but he said, he says, as of today, he said, all banks around the world, all banks, are no longer controlled by the cabal. Let me say it again, because you don't understand what, how important that statement is. He said, as of today, all banks around the globe are no longer controlled by the cabal. Okay, so what's the cabal? The cabal is the Moloch cabal worshippers. Well, for those of you that don't know who they are, you have to understand that's the evil of the evil of the evil, evil, evil that has been at war with Jesus since Adam and Eve ate of the fruit. When Moses came down off the mountain having the Ten Commandments in his hand, he looked down and he saw them worshiping a golden calf. The name of that calf is Moloch. Later chapters of the Bible also calls it Baal. When 
Samson brought down the temple of Dagon on the heads of the Dagon worshipers, the fish god. What he's really doing is bring them down on the heads of the Moloch and Baal worshipers. When Gideon broke the 300 pitchers and they killed everybody that evening because God had them fight each other, what he was removing was Moloch and Baal. When Elijah brought down the fire and convinced the people that God is really God, and they killed the 400 prophets of Baal and the prophets of the groves, what they did was really kill 850 Moloch and Baal worshipers. And unfortunately, these people don't just go away. They're not like Christians. They don't get tired and just sit down. They keep working. And also, unfortunately, they are the richest, the wealthiest, the strongest, the most powerful people on the planet. They are roughly a million people. They are the 1% that own and control the 99%. They control the media. Walt Disney, Hollywood, the, the, uh, our, our, our government, all the governments. They, they control just about everything. And to them, the, the, the more painful, the more bloody, the more humans that God loves that they can kill, the more power and wealth he gives them. I believe that they report directly to Lucifer and know who and they knew exactly who they are worshiping. And they like it. They this is they prefer wealth and power over love and kindness and forgiveness. Now, when he says that as of today all banks have been removed from the control of the cabal, that's really big. What did he just say? He just said that our financial system is about to change. Now, we've been talking about this and talking about this and talking about this. And I understand. And we keep thinking, yeah, but it never gets here. Yeah, but it never gets here. You know, if I had a dime for every time I heard that. You know, we thought about getting a T-shirt that says, two weeks. But here's what we don't understand. Those delays are actually blessings of God. So I asked the guy, the second guy I called, in a high place. He confirmed. So we've got two people in high places I can't even, I, I dare not, I dare not say. And I said, so you know about the trouble coming? Of course he did, absolutely. Anybody that know. You know, to them, it's not a conspiracy. They know, because they know that they know, they know, okay? It's only us stupid people, like Christians, that can't believe this. You know about the trouble? Of course, I knew he did. I said, so, is that the new season, that's the way I'm wording it, is the new season happening on the far side of this trouble, or on this side? He said, this side. <laughs> we are about to go into a new season. Now, let's talk about that new season. First of all, I want you to understand that, yes, there's some trouble in it. But you have to look at this through God's eyes. If you can't look at it through God's eyes, if this is your world, if you like this world and the things of this world, then you're not going to be a happy camper. But if you can get your eyes off of this world, 
for just a moment, and if you can back up, if you look at it through the eyes of the cross, that the objective of this world is not to live comfy, not to be the biggest, the best on the block. If you can understand that his objective is to get as many people out of the pits of hell and into eternity, if we can remember that, then this is what I'm about to bring you, some good news. I'm not talking conspiracies here. We're talking about ancient evil and good. It's the same battle that Adam and Eve had in the garden. It's the same battle that's been raging for some 6,000 years. New season. When this new season arrives, there's going to be some big changes. We already know that Shane Warren was told back in 2010 in a vision this is when he was told, and I'm not giving financial advice, he was told that silver will skyrocket far more than gold. He was told that America's judgment would arrive in 2000. Yeah, well, it didn't. Well, I'm glad it didn't. I'm glad we got a little bit of a reprieve. I'm glad we got a respite. I'm glad that we got a delay. And if I have my way about it, there's going to be some more delays, too. We know that when they start selling crude oil for something other than the dollar, which started August 24th of 2021, we know that that's going to be the thing that will crash the dollar. We know from several sources, you watch Prophecy Club, you know I quote these sources all the time. We know that the dollar is going to go from 100% and it'll drop 30%. Then it'll drop 50%. Then it'll drop down 66%. And finally, it'll be worthless as leaves blowing in the wind. Why? Because they're kicking out the cabal. The cabal is another word for Moloch and Baal. These are the evil of the evil of the evil. These are the people that are above president. They control both CNN and Fox News. They control both sides, the Republicans and Democrats. They control... What goes into our school books, they control just about every aspect. You can't go to a doctor unless you wear a mask. It comes from these people. They control everything. Henry Kissinger was quoted as saying, he who controls food controls people. He who controls energy can control entire continents. But he who controls the money can control the world. All of this is about a big battle between good and evil, between darkness and light, between Lucifer and Jesus, or the, more specifically, the Antichrist and the Christ. It's a big battle, and we are in the middle of it. And if we love this world and the things of this world, and we're going to be biting our fingernails, we're going to have sleepless nights. But if we can be a little bit more mature, if we can see things through the cross, we can understand that Jesus has an objective and Lucifer has an objective. Lucifer wants to kill, steal, and destroy as many as he possibly can before they can accept Jesus. And Jesus wants to pull as many people out of hell as he possibly can before they die. Amen. Am I right? Okay. In this process, there's a new season coming. Yes, the dollar is going to die because they're removing the cabal from controlling it. 
They're bringing in a whole new system. What do you want to call it? Okay, you want to call it QFS? Fine. You want to call it quantum financial system? Fine. You want to call it digital system? Fine. You want to call it getting rid of coins and, and paper and going digital? Fine. If you want to call it the new cell phone, if you want to call it the Starlink system, you can, whatever you want to call it, but it's a new system that is in the process of coming in. A new dollar system because they're removing the old. Now this is a giant attempt to clean, especially America, and America's primarily the one pushing behind it, but it's not just America. They're trying to remove Moloch and Ball from the world. Will they be successful? No. We are going to Armageddon because when Jesus returns, if he didn't return, no flesh would be saved. So we know that their attempt to try to turn things around will not be successful. Why is it not successful? Primarily because of America. Here's the problem. We are the problem. Because we've forgotten the law of our God, because in the church there's abortion, adultery, fornication, sodomy, and all kinds of sins, Somebody sent me, you know, I get all kinds of amazing emails. My email is the most amazing email address on <laughs> the planet. Somebody sent me a list of church leadership that has been arrested in the last 20 years. And it was senior pastors, it was associate pastors, youth leaders, almost all men. And would you like to guess what the primary reason they were being arrested for? Was not stealing from the church. It was not preaching lies like a pre-trib rapture. It was having sex with children, sex with congregation members. And I started reading through it. I mean, here is, these are the documents. <laughs> was arrested, 20 years in prison, 10 years in prison. Some of them got, got off pretty easy. It was page after page after page after page after page after page. Sometimes, most of the time it was generally at least two, if not three, sometimes four incidents per page. Would you like to guess how many pages were in this PDF document? Four hundred and twenty-one. This is church leadership. These are not normal said on the pew, Christians, <laughs> this is church leadership. See, judgment must begin first in the house of God. So before God is going to take down the Moloch and Baal worshipers, he has to take down the filth in his church. And he is going to. Now, I'm about to say something that if you're in this world and the things of this world, if you love America, and I love America, I just don't love America first. I love Jesus first. I want my nation to do well. I want it to continue as long as it possibly can. Look at I like going to a nice restaurant. Went to a nice took a nice restaurant Friday night. We enjoyed ourselves. I like that. I like this world. I like calling somebody who can fix my sprinkler system. I don't have to do that. Then you know, I like there's things I like about this world. I like America. I love America. It's just that I love the cross more. And my heart's not in America. My heart's in the cross. Okay? So I can tell you this, but I want you to see past 
biting your nails. I want you to see the love of Jesus and what I'm about to explain to you. I started to put the whole thing up here word by word, but that's what he's laid on my heart today is bring this kind of message. So, Vicky Goforth Parnell had a dream Friday night, I believe it was. And she said, in this dream, the angel came to me and said, what do you see? And she said, I see a massive explosion. And I see light, and I see heat. And I see it going out and just destroying everything. He said, and what else do you see? I see people in anguish and screaming and crying, and I see death and blood, and I see cities annihilated. What city is this? She says, he said, daughter, it represents many cities in America, in your once great nation. What else do you see? She says, I see it going out and just destroying everything in its path. What else do you see? I see that it primarily is taking place in the larger cities and the smaller communities are not, not affected by it so much. She said, what, he said, what else do you see? I see a darkness coming upon the nation. All the electricity is out. What else do you see? I see little lights, a little light here and a little light there. What else do you see? Well, she says, now I see more lights. What else do you see? Well, now I see even more lights here and there. Now I see lights lighting up all over. What else do you see? She says, I see that these are people that are repenting and giving their heart to Jesus. And he said, do you see that that is my love for this nation? That I must do this so that people that would not return to me any other way will be saved. Amen. See, for, since February of 1988, when I heard of Dimitri Dudem and met Dimitri and had him in my home, Leslie and I had him in our home several times. I went to his home. Since February of 1998, I've been trying to tell people the fall of America would start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Some of the people would start fighting against the government. The government would be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two other countries would attack and defeat America, and in one hour, America would fall. God raised up China, Japan, many of the nations, they would go against the Russians and defeat the Russians. And back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader, which might be giving you a hint where the Antichrist comes from. The Russians as the leader. Then all the world where the Russians are the leader goes down to attack Israel, Armageddon. They can't count on the help of the Jews in America, so Jews cry for Messiah. Jesus returns in the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. I've been carrying that message for 35 years. Now, how has that message been received? Why? Because people are in the world and the things of this world and they're not interested in the things of God. Right here, why are we not jam-packed? Why are we not in some big building where we have thousands of people listening to this message? Because people are in the world and the things of the world and the things that do so easily beset, the Bible says. 
What he's doing, though, is he's starting little lights. He's about to send a new season. Now, let me tell you about the new season. I do not think the Russians are about to take America out this year. Matter of fact, I can guarantee it's not this year. I can guarantee it's not next year. In my opinion, it's probably in the ballpark of right at about seven years. Now, that's a big fat guess. Do not say, Stan said, that the Russians are going to attack in seven years. I do not know when they're going to. And believe me, I have asked numerous times. It's almost like when I start to ask, I get a yawn. It's like I've already answered that question. Don't ask again. Well, I'm going to ask again. The new season. I think what you're about to see, see, you have to understand that there's, there's two trails. There's a trail over here to the right where we have to walk a straight line, right? A fine line. Then there's the broad as the way. Why does the gate broad as the way leads to, 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 to destruction? Me, there be that go there at. Straight as the gate narrows the way that leads to eternal life. And few there be that find it. So there's two trails at the same time. We can choose the straight and narrow. And we do. Right? 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 We can we choose it. We choose not to walk the broad path. We choose it. We choose to walk the straight. And then there's the broad path. So right now most people on the planet have chosen the broad path. So God has to, Jesus has to show them, okay, let me show you about that broad path. Let me show you what you're going to find in that broad path. And guess what happens? Y'all, have you ever been to that broad path? Have you discovered what's down that broad path? Apparently you haven't discovered it like I've discovered it. Because I've been down that broad path, and I don't want to go down that broad path. I've been in the receiving end of that broad path. Amen. No spot. No wrinkle. Every word, every thought. I'm sorry for you that didn't say amen on that last point. Good for you, prophet. We're listening. We're captivated. I'm not joking, and he isn't either. You know what I'm saying, right? Okay. So he has to show them what it's like, what they've chosen. So guess what? He's going to show them. Yes, there's going to be food lines for people that wouldn't listen. People that are in the broad path. The tares. But guess what? There's going to be people that are making those food lines. People handing out the food. There's going to be people over here that are crying. Crying for themselves. Crying for the loved ones that they've lost. Crying they don't have. Crying as they lost their house. Crying they lost their job. Crying, crying, crying. And then there's going to be some people pointing. Amen. Amen. Now, do you want to be the pointer or the crier? This is a group of pointers. Like that dog, you know. (laughs) 
Fat dog, you know what I'm saying? I don't know where it comes from. It's not me, Lord, it's you. We don't want the trouble because, like my mom said, son, there's pleasures in sin. Okay, to the truth is, we kind of like this life, but we just have to walk through. We like, you know what I'm saying, right? This is not our home. We're just walking through. This is our home. We got to remember. Lord, help us to remember this is our home. So as the dollar falls, we're going to be pointing. We're going to be praying. And instead of crying and weeping and being like all the worldly people, we're going to fall to our knees and yeah, we're going to cry and we're going to weep. And God is going to hear and God is going to protect. God is going to provide. This is Jesus' finest hour. This is about to be our finest hour. For those that are ready, I think we'll see the dollar fall. But as the dollar falls, there's also going to be a flow of provision. God is going to take care of us. I don't know how, but I know that like Bree Keaton said, she was taken to heaven. She was shown an army as far as you could see. And she said, she was told when she was in heaven, she says, this is the army of God that I'm going to send to protect my people. He wasn't talking about a preacher of rapture. Michael Baldea, in another dream, was shown an army. He said, army of angels, as far as you could see. They all had flaming swords. They, it's like they had a glow about every one of the swords. He said, and then the, the angel that was talking to me, he said, just nodded like that. And he said, all of a sudden, this, as far as you could see, this army of angels, then it was like they just flew up into heaven, kind of like fireflies, just every direction, and they flew off and left. And he said, the angel said, this is the army that I've prepared to prepare to provide and protect my people. So I'm more concerned about whether I'm walking with him, not whether he is with me. I'm concerned whether I'm walking with him. If I'm walking with him, then I'm not worried about the Broadway. I'm not worried about the tears. I'm not worried about the sinners. I'm what are they going to do? Give me a high resurrection? See, when you've given your heart to Jesus, and I'm talking about giving your heart to Jesus. I'm not talking, okay, Jesus coming in my heart because I want to go to heaven. I'm talking about I'm yours. I'm talking about you paid a price for me too much. You paid too much. You bought me. I was dead, dead to the world. You came and you got me. You drug me into the kingdom. So I'm yours. I will do what you tell me to do to the far ends of the universe. I'm not called to go to Honduras. I'm called to America. I know what I'm supposed to do. Leslie and I have different calling. It's been said that if two people have the same message, one's not necessary. But we flow together with it. She is the word, okay? Her job as a prophet is to catch the anointing God in a cup, her, and pour it out on God's people. My job is to tell them about the mark of the beast, the end time stuff, 
Bible prophecy. So mine's a little bit more scary, but if you think I'm the only scary one, just listen to Leslie for a little bit, and you'll find out she can be pretty scary too. There's a new season coming. New currency system. Probably the sovereign borders will go away. Daniel Davis was shown in a dream. A man stepped to a microphone and said, Ladies and gentlemen, I have an announcement to make. The United States, as you have known it, has ceased to exist. All property lines are dissolved, and the U.S. dollar is worthless. That tells me that the world that we lived in, lived in past tense, is gone. I don't think it's this year for that, but I think it's close. In, I think it's Friday's broadcast. It may be Monday's broadcast, but it's, it's five different people that were shown that DJT is coming back. And see, like right now, I can't even say that. If I say that, boom, they pull us. DJT is coming back. Why? Because that's the internal revolution. What we're about to do is we're about to see that the good guys really won, but the bad guys cheated because that's what they do. They like, chill, kill, kill, steal, and destroy. That's what they do. That's all they do. And so since there's so many of them in America, called Democrats, <coughs> I was about to say, and a few rhinos, a few Republicans, because, again, they control both sides. They control CNN. They control Fox News. They control Republicans. They control the Democrats. That means that they control the Christians and, and the other Christians. We're working to a world government. I see so many things. I mean, in 1999, when we were looking at, oh, the computers are going to stop working, we're going to go into the dark ages, everybody's got to store up. At the time, there was no word from God. Nobody was having dreams or visions. There was no prophetic word save Dimitri. He was the only one. But his started back in 1980, excuse me, 1980. None. Now, I'm getting anywhere from one to three prophetic words or dreams from people almost every day. We're not talking about little ones. We're talking about big ones, huge. Let me give you another one. So Timothy Dixon uh, was, I think it's Friday's broadcast. He said, I had a dream. Now, see, I can't even say all the words. So you've got to read between the lines. And even he said, you've got to read between the lines because I can't say all the words. He said, I had a dream. And he said, uh, let me make sure, because there have been so many that tend to overlap. Uh, <laughs> had to start. Let me get to the point because two other ones are like coming in my mind. I'm, I'm trying to push them. No, no, I've already covered. I'm trying to bring the new one in. But he said he saw the newspaper headline that says DJT is back. No, it said he's back. 
President DJT is back. That was the newspaper headlines he saw. Henry Groover said he saw the same thing. Now, Leslie and I, you've heard us talk about Henry in glowing terms. Of the 160 guest speakers Prophecy Club had over 25 years, he's my favorite. And so when Henry Groover says, the Lord said, right on deposit slip, the bank will take it. It's a good one. And he said DJT is coming back. What we're about to see, all part of this cabal being kicked out, is, is a totally new government. An internal revolution. I used to think an internal revolution was riding in the streets, burning buildings. No, that's not the definition of an internal revolution. The textbook definition of an internal revolution is when the people in a violent overthrow overthrow their government. When the people kick the government out. We may be days away from that. Another guy had three dreams and he was shown the, the audible voice of God spoke to him and I believe him said it will start in the latter half, the second half of 2022. Well, when does the second half of 2022 start? June 22nd? Right? The point is we're almost there. We're coming into a new season. And I think that like Maurice Scalaro was shown in a vision where he was taken to the courtroom of heaven in 2018, and he said that this is the second time that there was an extended time. The first meeting that apparently had, they had, it was in 2015. This was in, so 2015, three years later is 2018, and they decided that there would be another extension of time. But then just this past week, uh, Vicki... Go forth, Parnell had the angel Gabriel. Look, if you say stuff like this and you're lying, you don't live long. You do not say an angel come and spoke to you audibly. And you, do, you say this and you're dead pretty quick. I've seen it. The angel Gabriel came to her. Now listen to this. Unrolled a scroll. It's one thing when the Lord says. When God says something, see, I used to think in my neophyte beginning that if God said it had to come to pass that's not exactly accurate a lot of times what God says he is saying because he doesn't want this to happen he wants people to pray or he wants people to repent in the case of Nineveh he told Jonah 40 days I can destroy Nineveh there was nothing about if they repent it won't he just said 40 days I can destroy it but the king and the people of Nineveh fasted not only them, but their beasts fasted, no food or water for three days. So God gave them 40 more years. But when the angel came to him and unrolled a scroll and says, Hear ye, hear ye. It's written. He's not saying this is going to change. And the hear ye, hear ye was the extended time has been removed. Judgment has now begun.
Hear ye, hear ye. Not time to bite our fingernails, not time to lose sleep, time to get on our face, time to start building the prayer closet, and time to start pointing people to Jesus. It's about to be our finest hour. When others don't have food, we will. When others can't point the way, they're lost, we know the way. We've been preparing all of these years. This is the hope. This is what we've been preparing for. Okay, fine. It may not be exactly what the flesh wants, but it's what the Spirit wants. It's what our nation needs. So don't be down over this. Stan, you're sick. You got to see it through his eyes. If you're seeing it through the world's eyes, then you're going to have a problem. But if we can just keep our eyes focused on his plan, not our plan, not what we want, but it's, it's really easy to pray, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Amen. It's really, oh, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. But it's sometimes hard to walk out, right? We are not going to get down. We are not going to get depressed. We are not going to go the way of the world. Instead, we're going to understand that this is our finest hour. Prophets of old have desired to see these days and didn't see it. I want to meet John the Revelator. I want to meet him. I want to walk him and say, hey, memorize your book. Put it there, baby. You know. Well, it may not be exactly, you know. I mean, I'm afraid this guy's got the morning star. I'm turn me to ashes, you know. But, hey, man, right here. Put it right here. Yeah, give me five. I want, I want to meet John the Revelator, one of the two witnesses. I want to meet Moses. We're going to be going to Israel here pretty soon, drilling oil wells. Remember, Lord told me, Stan, I will give you the money to drill the well in Israel, unquote. That was the audible voice of God. Anytime I say that, my attorney says, you must give a disclaimer. So here's the disclaimer. We cannot guarantee we're ever going to get the money to drill for or hit oil in Israel. We're going to be in Israel. We're going to be drilling for oil. And my guess is that when we hit it, when there's been hundreds and hundreds of companies that have spent billions and trillions of dollars looking, drilling for oil in Israel, and a little pastor from Plano, Texas goes over there, and God decides to give it to him. Why? Because he's a prophecy student. And he will give it to Israel in my name. This is a promise from Jeremiah 33, 33. That might be the verse. That's a chapter, though. That says, I will give that thing which I have promised to, my, to the land of Israel and to the land of Judah. And it's not an exact quote, but that's pretty close. Meaning, God is going to give the oil to Israel so that they can build up their military to be victorious in a coming war. We're going to be over there. I want to meet the two witnesses. And I think there's, I think I'll probably get to meet them. I think it's that close. I'm not saying that the tribulation is going to start in 2022, but I am saying it's, well, let's put it this way. Comes September 25th of 2022, I'm going to be bending my ear for it. Nice. 
I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. And according to Ken Peters and one other person, it sounded like a 1970s car horn. And I, I, I know, I, the, the flesh part of me wants to say to all the pre-tribbers, nah, 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 boo, boo, nah. I told you. But I'm not, I'm not. I'll wait a day or so. No, no. I don't desire to see the trouble, but I desire to see the trouble. I don't desire to see trouble come, but I desire to see his kingdom built. And he knows, as the righteous judge, they are not... Look, you know, when I pulled out this morning to come to church, I was pulling out of the driveway. Somebody's walking the dog. And they, they saw me before I saw them, so they were far enough away. They stopped the dog, so I went on out. And I pulled about a half a block down, and there was someone else, you know, just out jogging, out walking. And... I thought, you know, the reason they're doing this on a Sunday morning is they're saying, eh, I don't need church. I don't need God. I'm doing just fine. Yeah, maybe you are doing just fine. Now, but, but, God's about to get your attention. He's doing this because if Jesus were to return through the clouds right now and eternity enters time and time stops, there would be not near as many people get to go to heaven. He's sending the trouble so that it will shake the church and shake their tree so he can find out who's going to fall out and who's going to get saved. Bottom line, that's what all of this is about. So there's a new season upon us. And according to the prophecies... We will probably not see the end of this year before we see the dollar really start to fall hard. Food shortages. Electricity going out. An internal revolution. Some of the people start fighting against the government. And this congregation is going to be there with food and pointing the people to Jesus. This congregation is... We, 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 Eric, there's a tendency to say, we'll try to tell you, you wouldn't listen. I know all those people, they wouldn't listen. But there's going to be a time that they'll start listening. And we're going to point them to Jesus. That's our, this church is ready for those days. We're ready. Not in an arrogant, but in a, look at, you know, we're serious about this. Jesus is serious about this. This is serious business. And we're ready to point people to Jesus. Amen. Okay, Lord, <clears throat> great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. We know that this is your plan. We know that you're preparing the world for your return. And this is the only way that some people will receive you. We know that. We understand. We trust you. You are the righteous judge. We just ask that you would help us to be prepared to do that thing that you want us to do and that we would all hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, so if you have a prayer requests, come on, come on up. Leslie will be happy to pray for you. And me too.
Also, if you're online, scroll down. There's a red line or a blue line there. Click right there and you can go in and you can give. You can give to God. Because if your giving is not right, do not expect him to use you in the days ahead. Don't be asking him for a dream or a vision. Don't be asking him for miracles. Don't be asking him to do great things for you when you haven't done the basic things he's asked of you. Got to have your, your world right. Uh, and also, if you'll click subscribe and uh, click that little bell, if you'll, you'll give us a mark there, like thumb up, okay, that helps the algorithm that says, oh, uh, maybe some other people want to hear this. So you can help get the word out. Now, let me, <clears throat> I forgot to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus. So if you've not received Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to forgive our sins, sins of our family. And Lord, we ask you to write our name in the book of life. Keep us holy. We make you our Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, send us an email to askstan at prophecyclub.com.